0: Fancy, please.
1: A dragon Eric, I want you to name that tune.
0: This is a song called Fadoodle. Is you and everything you do.
1: I like that bass tone. I'm going to stop right there. The bass tone has a Klaus Vormann style bass line.
0: Dude, Tim will love you for that. Really? Oh, yeah way
1: everybody who's watching this you're on your ultimate intimate conversation with your favorite artist tonight in the house i got my friend mr eric dover and he's here to tell some stories about his new music his new project and much much more it's all happening right now so don't touch that dial bam Welcome back, Eric Dover. Welcome back, everybody. You're an artist on record. Oh. Mr. Eric Dover is in the hot seat tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Eric, welcome, my friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
0: Oh, great to be back, Stefan. Good to uh, see you.
1: It's great to be back. And Eric, I'm going to talk to you about a lot of stuff—the past and the present—but tonight, the subject is the Licorice Quartet.
0: Yeah after a movie you know how
1: we all grew up watching movies like dirty harry or superman stuff like that roger said his favorite movie is the licorice quartet have you seen this thing audubon films presents radley metzger's the licorice quartet <laughs> if that's not proof for you i don't know what it's
0: you know i suggested lord knuckles moose fabrication regimens but i was uh, unanimously turned down it's a an
1: all-star talented band in my eyes, and I'm sure with everybody watching, which is your old bandmates from Jellyfish, you, you got back together years later, three piece, right? Going out straight as a three-piece, you're doing everything in the studio. We just started the show, and I'm listening to the bass line, first of all, of, of the first tune that I just happened to just pull out. And it's reminding me the baseline. I go, Klaus Foreman. So let's let's just cut. Take it from now. The bass tone is great. Tell me about your bass player, Tim.
0: Oh, Tim's great. And, you know, he's probably going to love you for saying that, because I, as I think I remember him uh, talking about Klaus a few times. Really? But Tim is, uh, yeah, you know, he's uh, just astoundingly, just blindingly talented, not only in bass playing. I mean, he's an, he's an amazing songwriter as well. So. Uh,
1: Tim Smithy. And he had yeah. a great pass, which uh, he played with one of one of the acts that he had played with was no Gallagher's high flying birds, which I'm a big fan of Cheryl Crow um, amongst others.
0: And we hadn't, uh, we hadn't really, I mean, you know, we'd kept in touch, I guess, through the years. Uh, but it, it kind of started in 2017, in case anyone was wondering about the timeline where we kind of first start, started the project. And that, was when so, Tim and Roger talked on the phone. And they got me in later. So he played in a band called The Producers. So my uh, band, Love Bang, it opened for the producers in Atlanta once. And we, we met that way. And then that's how I found out about the Jellyfish Audition.
1: For oh, guitar. really? Really?
0: Yeah. So that's, uh, that's how that happened. In it's the great. long and short of it.
1: The long and short of it, huh, man? Yeah. So everybody who's watching, if you guys don't know right now and you're just tuning in, Jellyfish the sounds of the Beatles, Queen, Partridge family, everything great from the seventies. You know, it was almost just like those bands like Red Cross, there was, you know what I mean? It was that element at that time where you were taking H&R Puffin stuff at the element of our childhood and make it into this magical bowl of cereal of music and just great colors. It has been 30 years since Jellyfish blasted into our lives. MTV VJ Martha Quinn debuting the band and opening the doors to a whole new music landscape.
0: Do the debut album for Jellyfish called Belly Button. Let's take a look. The King's is half undressed.
1: Along their journey, Roger Joseph Manning Jr. and his band went through various member incarnations. The band's live touring version included Eric Dover and Tim Smith. But in the early 1990s, the band was no more.
0: Well, shortly after we disbanded, uh, I wasted no time in reaching out to Eric Dover. Eric was playing guitar in Jellyfish at the time, and he and I decided to uh, continue, try to put a new group together.
1: Where we then proceeded to lock ourselves up in a rehearsal studio and just start flushing out ideas to try to put a sound together.
0: Kind of inspired by 60s garage rock, and it was a, a wonderful result. After
1: Jellyfish, Where did the road take you, first of all?
0: Well, it took me uh, back to Birmingham, and I started working in a music shop. And uh, I was like, oh, the dream's over, because the band broke up in New Orleans. So I went home, and then Roger called me and said, come to California, and let's write some songs. And that's what became Imperial Drag, of course. Uh, So when I came out here, basically within about a month and a half, uh, I got the Slash audition. You slash is Snake Pit. Now, the
1: record is called... It's 5 o'clock somewhere. So you hooked up with Slash. You guys got the record deal now.
0: And now yeah. it's time to produce. I mean, How does that with... happen? How do you hook up with a Slash? I mean, that's like a big uh, deal. I was playing with uh, Gilby Clark's yeah. drummer, Mark Dansize And, and uh, he told me about it. And I was like, Oh there's no way. He wouldn't want me to sing for him. And you felt kind of funny asking you know, him. A little intimidated. Right. I, got, I sent in a tape. And, uh, and he dug it. I he dug was yeah, very yeah. prompt calling me back. Just... Wow we were writing songs and recording them at uh, different rehearsal places and uh, playing with various people, trying to get a band together. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of up to, uh, to me first coming to L.A.
1: So that was so. the whole rock and roll thing. Here you are in Jellyfish and this great band. They broke up. What In New Orleans, what went down? What happened? What was the whole breakup back then?
0: Well, I'm, I think there was just a stress of touring uh it was pretty heavy man like those shows we rehearsed for forever and uh we it, it just i think the stress and demands of touring are really uh you know they can break up a lot of bands so yeah i think yeah. that was one of the probably contributing factors
1: is, is that why the beatles you think decided after 66 let's stay in the studio and just paint do <laughs> our art.
0: Yeah, but then you know, by the time they did the rooftop concert, they were all mad. I mean they were <laughs> completely out of their minds. But they dressed on the white album.
1: Yeah, but if you watch the Let It Be movie, it doesn't show they're so angry with each other. It looked like they're sure having a great time. So I don't know what what the real story is over there.
0: No, I just think they, they were probably really tired though that that whole process of making what the white album and then let it be it's just think about how how great those records are i mean goodness oh,
1: amazing amazing which
0: lord of gracious,
1: it, it's great stuff so okay so jellyfish the, the touring everything just got to everybody it was just maybe too much too soon or maybe mentally everybody wasn't prepared down for all this craziness
0: right yeah i think so there's no question that because not only are they great musicians, they're visionary uh, instrumental players, and uh, they have production ideas. You know, they they're into the electronics and the studio sounds, and and all that stuff. You know, Jimi Hendrix was in any any musician is kind of into this gear. All of us, um, but I think they like to create original music and uh, not be bothered so much for the. Mm-hmm. Uh, the road
1: people watching this eric and i have a lot of history going back and even youtube and see eric dover and i playing with eddie van halen's backyard party which which is a whole nother story but we'll just tidbit there there's a lot of cool history which which that eddie van halen backyard story i will say this eric you saved the day because originally it was with Billy I supposed to sing. Sing with Billy that day.
0: That's right. We were and then he didn't uh, decide to participate.
1: You think it was because, You think because Eddie had open toe shoes they were ripped you could see his toes and there was no socks what do you <laughs> oh,
0: God. oh man. Oh now that- thank you for bringing that back to my uh <laughs> I mean, listen, 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 wow, listen, the memories, wow.
1: That, yeah, there's nobody could ever take the memories and the stories, and those were the great times. We're gonna listen to some more tracks too. And also in the chat right now, we got uh, Debbie Muller, the good to see Debbie Muller. Uh, we got Mitch Weissman, and you might know Mitch Weissman, he was the Paul McCartney from Beatlemania, the original. Um, he writes great band. Met them during a, do, doing a radio show at Carlos and Charlie's years back. And uh, Mitch Weissman, yeah, he's a fan of you guys. You know who else is a fan of you guys? Is Frank Stallone. I had him on the show, and he goes, "You know Eric Dover?" And he was going crazy about you. He- I know Eric- you know Eric Dover?
0: Was he from like Alabama or somewhere? Yeah, he used to play Gold Firebird.
1: What's your relationship with Stallone over there? How do you know Frank?
0: Well, I, I I met him uh, when I, uh, in Jellyfish, obviously, and uh, we had a good chat. And I love I love Frank. I didn't really uh, get to know his music until much later, and found out how hip it how hip his stuff is. I mean, like, um, so yeah, mutual mutual appreciation there. Well, the, uh, the, the first single that came out was a song called Fortunately mm-hmm. um, that uh, Adam James who is the, uh, the guy that kind of really got us all together he's a guy that kind of got us in a room talking and uh, you know he's also a, a songwriter as well so uh, Fortunately is a song that he penned and that we uh, you know recorded and for, arranged for him so uh, you know uh, that's, it, it's uh, it been so great to have someone that's able to, uh, to, you know, kind of pull the forces together. It, it was monumental to, to make. Uh, but the uh, second single, this newest single that we have is uh, called New Days. A video out that just came out a few days ago. For that as well, we have videos for both. Actually, there's uh, fortunately and new days. So let's can we go can out we there, t- kids, and look them up on YouTube. Never cry.
1: you love it man i want you to go in the links down below i will make sure the links are there when this show is over you click on it buy it subscribe or pre-order it that's new days
0: that's a song that roger uh, brought and uh you know that's that's an, a perfect example of why i love our musical relationship because everyone really coalesces even though we we all kind of come from these different places you know when we when we write when we get together though it all just kind of has this uh, nice blend. I, have a I, have you know, I think the first day that we started, unfortunately, uh, I was playing the lap steel guitar, you know, just, just because it happened to be there and we had enough of a track built together. And then, so you're just kind of building a track, you know, you start there and you, you have a pretty clear vision already of what you're looking to achieve hopefully
1: now i want to ask you a question you know every you know is a, have you feel as a musician have you written your imagine would you say you know how lennon has a staple one of your songs have you written that would you feel is your anthem song or are you still working on it
0: yeah let's just say i'm still working on that you are, i don't huh? know yeah it's uh all songs are these go through these changes by the time they get finished and released, you know, you may have succeeded and you may have failed. And I think I'm still trying to uh, hit a better batting average.
1: (laughs) Oh, I think you have a great batting average and I think your music is great. I think you're great. And you know what? You got it. Everybody got to check out all the good stuff. Links will be down below and uh, I will put all clips, links, descriptions down below. You guys subscribe, love it, share it out. And, um, tell everybody that you know eric dover and licorice quartet and maybe if you put enough steam up there on the internet with those keyboards maybe they'll be playing your town soon So, and follow eric dover i'll make sure his links are down below and look out for new music whatever he's doing make sure you get it no alligator arms reaching your pockets spend it spread it out until then everybody we are out of here kids